0: What is happening, my friends? Andrew here with another episode of the Buy Back Your Life Show. Today, we're talking about me. (laughs) We're talking about how I'm coping with a new world at work, how I'm kind of scheduling my time a little bit differently now that I have a 9 to 5 again. Yes, I am back in the big, bad corporate world. So if you guys want to check out any of my recent content, it's all being batched. And we'll get into what batching is uh, on this episode as well. But uh, yeah, just sharing you with some tips and tricks that I'm finding working pretty good right now trying to get the schedule down and nailed out. So I have time to do all the stuff that I want to keep doing and that I was doing when I was kind of off the normal kind of nine to five schedule. So let's get into this here. And then before we do, I just want to kind of plug my YouTube channel again. I am putting a lot of shorts, a lot of videos about investing and kind of the economy and personal finance, same stuff that you're going to get in here, but I also do it on YouTube with the video platform. I'm trying to be kind of engaging across both platforms. So if you go check it out, it would really mean a lot to me. Uh, it is at www.youtube.com slash at andrew.ferguson. That's my kind of handle for YouTube. There's lots of good videos there, lots of good value. So check it out. If you have some time, I would really appreciate it. So getting into my story, I am back in the corporate world with the company that gave me a shot, albeit 10 years ago, almost uh, coming up on 10 years right now. So I was in the engineering world, as you guys may or may not know, for about uh, eight, nine, 10 years, And this company was the first one to kind of give me a shot. I got in through my buddy who I was playing ball hockey with at the time. And I kind of worked my way up through the corporate ladder and kind of built up some skills. And I was, oh man, I was green. I went through some shit at the beginning. I didn't understand anything. I didn't know what a manhole was, what a catch basin was, what a street sign was. I didn't really understand anything about engineering, what a, what a, what a grade or a slope or a pipe slope is. And if that kind of sounds foreign to you, like it was foreign to me too, but now I kind of. I have some experience in it, so I guess I'm somewhat of a kind of intermediate expert. But I help engineers. I am a engineering technician, uh, civil engineering, and we do designs for roads, water main sewers, pump station, water where, what, wastewater pump stations, all the kind of infrastructure that people kind of take for granted that it kind of gets them where they need to go and makes system work, which is great. And it's a super noble profession, and I, I, I met a lot of good people in the profession, but. It's not like the be-all end-all of what I'm doing day-to-day. Day. This is like what I live for here is kind of helping other people invest and kind of grow their investment accounts and give back. And right now I'm using I'm using my role at work to help fund some of my investments as well because it's very hard to get an approved for any kind of mortgage or any kind of bank product when you don't have a T4 income. They love to see the T4 uh, do the bank. So this is really helping me out that way. It's given me some stability in my life in terms of financial because I just don't know where the economy is going to go right now. I have I have my ideas and my thoughts, but I want to have a backup plan just in case things don't go the way that I think they're going to. And it's always good to have options. Like I've been saying for a long time, give yourself options, give yourself out. And that way, if something does go not according to plan, you have different ways to handle it and deal with it. And so you don't want to put all the eggs in one basket. As they say, I'm trying to limit and kind of limit my risk by having this kind of extra income. But with that, comes the requirement to work 40 hours a week and it's real and it takes up time. And a lot of times because you're commuting, potentially I get the luxury of working from home, which is great. I so much appreciate that. Shout out AE for that, but there is extra time that I have to spend doing things for work. And that takes away time from doing things like this. So what do I have to do? What I have been doing to get started here the first couple of weeks is that I have been batching my content. And what I mean by batching is that, you know, like if someone was to have their email open, kind of all day and you kind of, you get the pings, you get the, but like, whatever the sound is, I can't do it. But uh, you get the email pop up and then it kind of takes your distraction and distracts your focus. They say it takes like, I don't know, like 15, 20 minutes to get back on task when you have a distraction like that. So like they really dig into something that you're doing deeply. And some people have that open all day long and they just kind of get, boom, they hit emails. And like, if you email them, they'll reply to you right away. And I don't agree with that. I used to do that. And I found I am so much more productive when I kind of shut my email off and only open it at certain times of the day. And usually i open it in in the morning uh, after my kind of power hours are done from six to 10. And I'll open it at lunch once and I'll open it at the end of the day to kind of see what's going on. If anything kind of urgent to close off the day. But I won't I won't keep it open all day long just because I don't find that is uh, good for my kind of my focus, my concentration. And it goes the same as kind of my, my, my uh, content production. Like I want to get as much done in a short amount of time as possible because I want to have time for other stuff too. So what I've been doing to batch it and like same thing with the email batching. I just, I just, I focus on having kind of long kind of sessions and it's happening on the weekends now or before work it's on Saturdays, which is I'm recording like four episodes of the podcast right now, as I'm talking to you right here and I just sit down, I plan it out in advance and I just go and I hit it. And then that gives me all my content. And if I have to edit it later on throughout the week, I can do that, but I don't have to actually sit there and record it like before it's going out. Like that's, it's just too much to kind of do that day after day after day. I find I'm much more productive and I have better kind of mental clarity when I just, I batch a couple episodes in one day, I batch some of the pod, I batch some of the YouTube videos, I batch YouTube descriptions, I batch kind of ideas for YouTube videos, all that stuff is kind of put in. I have a schedule for when this stuff comes out and I just kind of put it in and put it in the, in the, in the hopper as it is. And then it comes out. And I find that's how I kind of get through and get more stuff done Because if you're in that kind of mindset, and I'm kind of focusing on delivering kind of this video, this audio content right now, it comes off a lot easier to kind of do one, two, three, four, I'm kind of in that mode, if you know what I mean. So if you have a job, or wherever you're at, kind of in in life, if you're retired, if you're working, if you're kind of in school, if you have the ability to kind of batch your, 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 your tasks and do a whole bunch of the same kind of stuff at once, do that. Because, like I said, it's very, very difficult to kind of be doing one thing, get pulled for something else and go back and kind of deep, deep dive into that one thing you're doing before. It it takes time and effort to do that. And you're not as productive. If you can kind of do the same thing and just go on repeat and just kind of hammer out a bunch of it over a couple hours, like that is, that is where you get some good quality shit done. So batching is huge. Another thing that's huge is kind of getting through and understanding the most important tasks and planning those out in advance. So what I mean by that is I've kind of talked about Craig Ballantyne and the perfect week formula before, and his book is really good. The perfect week formula, shout out to Craig. And well, he does, he's a cool guy, cool guy to follow on social media. But his whole thing is like, you have to plan out your non-negotiable tasks. When you do that, they're in the calendar for a reason. Like go hit those things with all you got. And if the, and if those tasks are actually like the non-negotiable thing that bring you the most value, and that'll spring your life and your career and your dreams forward the most hit them, hit them with everything you have. And that's what I've been doing I, every Sunday, I go through and say, what is the biggest thing I can accomplish this week? And I plug it in my calendar and say, okay, this day I'm doing this, this day I'm doing this, this day I'm doing this. And it's, it's mostly right now. It's just making sure content's up to speed, getting to the gym and starting to kind of eat a little bit less and eating a little bit more clean. So if I'm hitting those things, it's been a good week. And then I can kind of have work and I, I know I have to focus on work and that comes without saying. So I just, I know I'm going to automatically do that. But if I can hit these other kind of three or four kind of huge things I want to hit, I'm having good weeks where I'm kind of putting out content and kind of driving my life further down the road that I want to be on. So planning is, is huge for me right now. And just kind of having the schedule in front of me and, and, and just taking that time to batch my planning, I guess I'm saying I'm doing it all on, on the one day on the Sunday and I'm just batching it out. And then the third thing that I'm doing right now is just with the requirement of working 40 hours a week, I know it sounds like whatever it's, and that's not like the hardest thing in the world because people do it all the time forever, but coming off of the couch and like not having like a solid set schedule for 18 months, like working on my own, like at my own hours, that eight to five has kind of been a grind for me. So I need to have like a one day set off to kind of recuperate and kind of get back on track mentally. So what I've been doing is just kind of having one day where I'm not doing anything about work. I'm not doing any YouTube videos, I'm not doing any podcasting. I'm not doing any social media. I'm just here for, for my family I'm here for me. I like to go to the gym. I like to go for a walk with the dogs, be outside and just kind of get out and zone or watch football, whatever it is, just not, focus on work for one day. And by doing that, I get a mental break. I get to recharge. I get to come back stronger and come back with a vengeance and come back and hit this stuff and just crush it and put out better stuff and have more kind of positivity and passion. All that stuff goes back into my work. So I find that doing that having that day off really makes a difference for me. And hopefully if you kind of apply these steps to your life as well, it can make a difference for you. So those are the three things right now that I'm using to help cope with my new nine to five role while also managing this kind of side project of building a podcast, building a YouTube channel, building a business that eventually kind of will be another source of income for myself and my family while I work on nine to five. So hope you guys got some value. Try it out in your life. if, if, If you don't mind, if you do and they work, I would love to hear from you. If they don't, I'd love to hear why it didn't work, why it maybe it didn't apply to your situation. I'd love to hear from you guys. Feel free to shoot me an email anytime Andrew at tradingoptionsdaily.com. And with that being said, keep investing in yourselves and keep working to buy back your life. I'll catch you on the next one.